Welcome to Think Better, Live Better, the weekly live program brought to you by Caring Counseling and the support of faithful listeners. Clinical counselor and ordained Pastor Robert Wilson, LMHC, invites you to call in during the coming hour with questions about emotional and mental health and the Christian believer's worldview. You may call in during the program to 401-737-0700, Good morning, folks. This is Robert Wilson. Think better, live better, and you will if you do. Yes, and my wonderful co-host, Sandy Reitmeyer. Sandy? Yes, good morning, everyone. I got a little... Uh, snicker there because pastor's got some bronchitis going on and his voice is kind of gruffy and going up and down and it's like oh i hope it comes out I let oh. that voice come out pastor yeah did it come out it came out yeah, on, yeah. yeah. okay out, okay good good that's all we care about so anyway what is coming out today well we are talking about the holidays psychosocial stresses over the holidays. I mean, we, you know, we could probably talk all year round about psychosocial stresses for the holidays because it involves so much family convoluted and folk. 401 737 0700. Right. 401 737 0700. We talk about these topics because we know they are so applicable to you that the holidays are are here pretty much this is the holiday season and you know the stress that goes with it and so it's a a very very involved subject because there are multiple layers there are triggers i mean there are triggers being around family yeah. here's the, the, the uh some of the issues so you're giving gifts, um, and many people in gift giving, guess what they still think they're doing with their siblings? They still believe that they are competing with their siblings as they did when they were kids <laughs> for their parents' affection. Really? They still, see, when they were kids, they were competing grades-wise, athletics, all of that. Now they're just competing in another way, and so many people get stressed out about this, about what are they going to think about me, are they, what are they going to say, is this going to be uh, appropriate, Stri- gift giving is incredibly stressful. Yeah, it, and worry, like so you're saying, like worrying about is my gift going to be good enough, gonna, is they going to, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly, and here's the thing, clearly, with gifts as well, a lot of times you don't know the right thing to get. Okay, now if somebody with uh, four kids, parents are opening uh, a gift, yeah, open one gift. Oh, thank you. That was very nice of you. And then they open up a gift from the other sibling. Oh, thank you. I wanted to get one of these. Well, what does that do? Yeah. There's a jolt of stress right there. Yes. Mine is not good enough. My, oh, my word. Boom. That sets the tone now for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Parents are disappointed 
with me, just like when my brother used to get A's and I used to get C's, right? (laughs) Why can't you be like your brother? Boom. Those experiences, you are the sum of your experiences, folks. That's what you've got to understand. You are the sum of your experiences. You have a data bank, a data bank. You are the sum of your experiences. That data bank is all part of your neural networks. It's all there. Even if you're not remembering it, the, the experiences in your subconscious mind, things that are not top of mind every day, I still affect you. You know, everybody has a time of sadness and, oh, I don't know, I'm just sad. Oh, for no reason. No, there's a reason. You just don't know the reason. Let me tell you exactly what it is. It's an intrusive thought that has popped in to your conscious mind from your unconscious mind, your subconscious mind, which subconscious is below your conscious mind, it's popped in to your mind and it's made you sad. And that thought may not even be something that you are aware of, but it's an experience, it's a feeling, it's an emotion that you've had because any thought that you have, any experience that you have has a feeling with it, an emotion attached to it. So you remember how you felt when you were disappointed as a kid. So now you will get that same feeling when you get disappointed now by a letdown by your parents. It wasn't good enough. So these things happen, go on all the time. So these are the psychosocial stresses. These things are real, folks. Mm. They are real. They are, they affect our mood. They, many times it's called transactional analysis in, uh, in, in psychology that a, a spouse, a spouse can actually trigger some feelings that you had from parents. Mm. When you're around now your family at Christmas, that sets the stage for a replay of the past. All of, all of the actual um, uh, structures are in place mm-hmm. to trigger those things. If you were disappointed as a kid, if you felt like you were the black sheep. And understand one thing. Very few parents actually say to a kid, even if they do believe that they are the black sheep, very few parents say, you're the black sheep. Yeah, it's right. uh, it's the, the kid feeling that they're the yeah, black feeling, sheep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah nobody say, yeah, yeah, I'm the black sheep. My parents told me I'm, a, I'm the black sheep. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did they tell you who's the white sheep? Right. <laughs> you know, Pastor, I think I uh, got an example of when I was a child. My uh, parents had four daughters. My younger sister wasn't born yet. So got my two older sisters. They were... Uh, I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't remember because they were older than me, like nine years older mm. than me. And so I believe my father definitely wanted a boy. Mm. And then here I came, a girl. Christmas. What did I get? I got a Davy Crockett doll, a Davy Crockett doll, <laughs> <laughs> a gun and holster set. <laughs> 
he, he's sending the message. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. So of course I'm thinking I should be a boy, mm, you know, and right. I, I would, I would watch all the cowboy programs right. on TV and right. stuff. And, um, and I, I think even that would, maybe I didn't realize it or I did realize it at the time. Like I should have been a boy. Mm. My dad wanted a boy. Mm, mm, you know, yeah. Why would you buy a Davy Crockett doll, doll for a girl? Right. You know, right, but, right, right. Yeah, no, I know. And I used to love David Crockett, David, David Crockett, king of the wild frontier. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, and so that, for example, clearly, what is that going to mean? You don't, you're getting this doll. It's a sign of rejection. There's yes. a disappointment yes. with me. And that is, I think that's even worse because that's not a kid who's not getting a great or not cutting it behavior wise or athletically but that's very much at the core of who you are mm -hmm. that you should have been a boy yes right you know dad wanting you to you know know how to strip an engine and all of that play <laughs> with yeah all of that kind of stuff and so yeah those kind of things but i bet your dad never ever said to you you should have been a boy. No, 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 said that. no. And I can also say this, Pastor. He wasn't a Christian neither at the right, time. Right, right. And when he became a Christian, his thinking was altogether different. Right. And he has always spoke about my four beautiful daughters. Mm, you know, mm. where back then when he was young, you know, right. he wanted a boy. Right. Because he already had two girls. But right. he didn't realize buying that Davy Crockett doll for me, what that made me feel like. right. Right, exactly, and and so these are the feelings. That's what I mean. These some of the worst damage, emotional damage, is actually done internally. So what I mean is the takeaways that you that you get from certain actions, how you interpret it. It's not that your father said you should be a boy, but that's actually implicit in giving you a Davy Crockett. And girls, I love Davy Crockett, sure, Wild Frontier and all of that, but I don't know any girls that actually did. In fact, I had two, also, John Wayne, Audie Murphy, Randolph Scott, all of, of that right. kind of stuff, but I don't know. You go and you start talk to uh, young girls about this. Yeah. What are you talking about? I thought I should have been Annie Oakley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Annie Oakley. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of rare. And that can almost get you now in this mindset of almost rejecting yourself and this whole idea of disassociation mm -hmm. and it's pushing yourself away and needing to please your father don't get me wrong this is what i'm saying for this is why i say this because uh there's a lot of parental emotional damage that's been caused and the parents actually of course did not have that intent Right. They did not have that intent. It's the internal takeaway, emotional takeaway, that the kids are taking. And as a kid, you're very limited in your interpretation. But understand that as you start to grow, that interpretation 
remains the same. Yes. It remains the same. You know, Paul was talking about when I was a child, I thought like a child, acted like a child. But when I became an adult, I put away childish things. Yeah, you have to be intentional about that. There are many people who you could be 90 years old and still be living with insecurities from the past. And this is what causes people to be very afraid of being around parents because his, well, or being around family is because there are triggers that if that was a special one who got all A's, did the right thing, model behavior, and all of that, that is going to be the special one who gets the right gifts for the parents now, who says the right things, <laughs> and all of that. So this is where a lot of the stress actually comes from. It's historical. Many people would have a better time during the holidays if they were around strangers than being around their family because oh, they don't have the that. history. Yes, yeah, yes. They don't have the history. Yes. They do not have the history. I, I've known people that, you know, have to, have said that, that like, right. I, I can't be around my family You're at right. Christmas time because right. it just makes it worse yep. on yep. me. Yep, you know? yep, yeah. And, and so these are things we have to remember. These get triggered. Yes, tr- people that you uh, who are strangers, they don't trigger anything. So we have to understand, folks, but this is also a great time to learn more about yourself. Mm -hmm. What is it that's triggering? Take, when you go around your family, take a journal, well, no, don't take a journal there, but journal when when you come back, what was it that triggered? How you felt? And try to connect the dots. You know, I've talked about that before with your life story, with your history. If you have a trigger of something today, that is connected to something from yesterday. Yes. Yeah, it's connected. And so try to connect the dots. Try to reconstruct your story, right? What is it that's causing that fear? Because... That thing now, that thing that you are fearful from then, that you are still still fearful now, is a hindrance that you have got to overcome. It's almost like a locked door, and you need to get through that door. And so find out why that door is locked. Right, and if things don't change, you're not thinking about that. The things that are triggering triggering us today because of yesterday are going to trigger us tomorrow. Exactly, exactly. Remember I was talking about that the other day on Thursday? Yes, yes. Yes, yes we've got to overcome them. And you're never going to, listen, unless you do something, it is not going to just go away. It's going to be replaying and replaying and replaying in your actual um, uh, unconscious mind. So it's very, very... And as I said, that unconscious mind, boom, things pop up to the surface at time. They're called intrusive thoughts. And these intrusive thoughts come, of course, with intrusive emotions. Okay, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Every person 
on the planet who has ever listened to music will get at times a song will pop into their mind just out of nowhere. Right, Sandy? Hasn't a song popped into your mind? Oh, that, that's intrusive. You weren't asking for it yet. That's an intrusive thought just popped into your mind. But why is that? That is because something is going on subconsciously. This is what we have to understand. Your subconscious mind is working. You can't find those keys or you can't find that file. And maybe days later, boom, pops in. Oh, yeah, now I know where they are. That is an intrusive thought. Okay. You weren't asking for her at that time. But my point is this, is that your subconscious mind is always working. Mm. So it didn't, there's no such thing as coming from nowhere. No, it came from somewhere. It came from your subconscious mind. Wow. This is what you have to understand, folks. You know, it's very important that these thoughts, as I said, you get these feelings. There's certain things that play out. There are people who have had very overbearing, um, draconian-type fathers. And when they get a draconian type of boss, right, they quiver. They quake in their boot. Why is that? Triggers their... From what they felt before. Exactly. 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 And I just say all of this because, once again, family... Christmas, if you think about it, Christmas is really a reconstruction of the past. You're all together. And there's many people who during the year, even though they see their family, they don't see them in the kind of setting where they're all together and they're giving gifts, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's also not that much of a trigger if you're seeing a parent one-on-one without siblings or you're seeing a sibling here and there wherever uncles but when everybody is together that is a reconstruction of the past folks we're going to take a quick break this is robert wilson sandy reitmeyer think better live better we'll be right back this christmas partner with gfa world in their critter campaign to send help to impoverished families in asia where a cow, a chicken, or a water buffalo can change lives. How does the cow actually change their life? The cow, of course, gives milk. This cow gave four liters of milk for him, which is more than sufficient for his family, which meant that he actually started selling the milk. Now they have a baby calf. They actually are having hope for the future. What if you can buy a cow which not just gives milk, but gives hope? You can send a critter to a needy family in Asia today. Imagine a cow, chicken, or even a water buffalo opening the door for the gospel and bringing help and hope. Your gift today can mean a tomorrow for a family in Asia through the GFA World Critter Campaign. Just go online to lifechangingradio.com and click on the Christmas Critter Campaign banner. That's at lifechangingradio.com. 
Lead can be poisonous, especially to children. That's why Rhode Island has a renovation, repair, and painting rule. If you're a homeowner and you're planning any work that could disturb lead paint, you must protect your family or tenants by hiring a licensed lead renovation firm to correct lead paint hazards. And if you're a skilled tradesman, you must be specially trained and licensed to work on any projects that could disturb lead paint. Learn more at health.ri.gov rrp. A message from the Rhode Island Department of Health and Rhode Island Broadcasters Association. Someone observed that secret sins often lead to bondage. On the next Focus on the Family, Joe Dallas shares his powerful testimony of succumbing to homosexual urges even after he became a Christian and how God and a supportive church family helped him find forgiveness. That's next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Join us for Focus on the Family Monday morning at 8 or in the evening at 8.30 on Life-Changing Radio at 1590 AM or 92.7 FM. Welcome back to Think Better, Live Better with your host, Pastor Robert Wilson, and myself, Sandy Reitmeyer. Well, you know, this is the Christmas season, and for most of us, it's a time of giving, but of course, we know the reason, the true reason for the season Uh, But I would like to say for those of you out there that are um, being so faithful with supporting this ministry, caring ministry with your prayers, which is most important, vital, first of all, continue to keep us in prayer, the ministry, and with your financial gifts. I'm hoping and praying that maybe at this time of year that you would want to give an extra special gift um, to help us uh, to keep this uh, program on the air. Also, it pays for all the other bills that we have for websites and podcasts and um, all types of things, uh, banners and, and, and other radio stations. So if you want to help us, to support us, we want to thank you for that, for all of you. And you you people know who you are that have been continuing to pray for us and giving uh, monthly. It's wonderful. We thank you for that. And if you would like to give for the first time, or um, just give a special Christmas gift, uh, I'd like to say that you can uh, send your uh, offering to Zell uh, at 401-306-3311, or you can make out a check to Care In, all one word, C-A-R-E-I-N Ministries, and address it off to W-A-R-V Radio. 19 Luther Avenue, Warwick, Rhode Island, 02886. And if you've never given to the program, uh, I I pray that this will be your first time and that you will see that it's a well-worthy program to, uh, to offer your money to, to keep us going because it isn't for Pastor Robert and it certainly isn't for me. It's to get the, the message out there that God is the answer to all of our situations and that our thinking will change with this program, Think Better, Live Better. So Pastor Robert, let's get back to our topic today. Yes. Yes. So, um, once again, uh, just, the psychosocial stresses, of course, and those things, those that reconstruction of the past, the past was uh, if a person took away these implicit negative emotions and experiences, 
that reconstruction of that is of course incredibly stressful and um and it defeats the whole idea of the holidays togetherness the whole idea of joy and whatever chestnuts roasting on an open <laughs> right, fire right. right so uh and and uh, and of course we know this season is about Jesus yes. but the love of Jesus is also to be really we are supposed to be immersed in that around family mm-hmm. with family yes. and when you're not it's really when when the whole idea of family negates that then it should be something that you address not just something that year after year after year you just dread and you just psych yourself up i'm just going to suck it up and be around me you don't have to so it's about letting go of the past but you have to see where you are triggered document those things folks yeah wherever you are triggered really and anyone who has any real experience to show please give a call in 401 737 0700 yes really 401-737-0700. i know that this message is resonating with many of our listeners yes. out there so please something that you want to share on this topic i know that some people are whoa he's speaking to me right now so mm-hmm. please yeah call in, call in and, uh, and 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 share 401730700 yeah now does 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 that resonate with you yeah i know i'm thinking of something else but i don't know <clears throat> if it's uh, on the same realm you know um when i lived in west virginia and it was the holiday could be Thanksgiving, it could be Christmas. You know, it didn't matter. A lot of food was made. Mm. And I was down south. So their type of food was different than my Italian food. Right. You know? Right. So I was trying to make it all the way I had it in Rhode Island. Mm. Everything was Italian. Mm. There had to be a lot of food mm. and all this and that. And the stress that that put on me. To, you know, like a perfect gift. Right. The stress that it put on me to make everything perfect and a large amount of it, just like I was used to, would always end up causing an argument between between my husband and I on Christmas Day before mm. before everybody would come over. Mm, mm, mm. Right. It, right. The stress, right? right? Because right. I wanted it to be perfect. Right, right. So remember, so stress is, of course, a kind of fear. Remember how I talked about with fear goes that anger, right? And so you're lashing out. And this is the thing, right? And why is the stress? Because there's this idea of it needs to be perfect. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as perfection, right? And so you're really setting yourself up for failure, um, because you're setting yourself up for failure, you have this fear of that, and because of that fear, now what does that cause you to be angry at yourself? And that anger spills out on people yeah. around you, so it negates right. the whole 
idea of Christmas. And that happens a lot at Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. Christmas, different kinds of function because of the stress. And the problem about this whole idea of perfection, you can't measure that. So it's, it's, it's incredibly elusive. It's, it's not attainable. What is that? You wouldn't, if you could, the best it could be would never, ever be enough. Would never, ever be. So there is no such thing as this whole idea of perfection. But there's an idea of now you get into a stress level where you can't attain this immeasurable target. And because of that, you get fearful and angry. Yeah. And that actually even negates the occasion. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the takeaway for a lot of people, for a lot of people, is more stress than happiness. Right, right. right. Yeah. I would get anxious because things, I'm not, I'm not going to get it done on time. Right. The food's not going to come right. out perfect. Right, and- right. And then, and then there's the paralysis analysis afterwards, right? And that is, oh, did they like it? Oh, did they think, oh, nobody said anything. Oh, that means that they didn't like it. And so you've got all of these things going around. And before you know it, you think about it. When someone has that kind of experience, right, you dread the holidays coming. Yeah. You actually dread the holidays coming because it's so filled with stresses. And I would say, if that is you, folks, document that. Why? Why are you fearful? Why are you so anxious about it? Of course, it's something that goes back to the past. It's nothing, here's what you know. It's nothing to do with the future. You haven't lived that yet. It's something to do with what you've lived. That's what you have to understand and you can be done with it. And so many people have got, have had this so long that they really do not believe that they can be done with it. Yes, you can because it's mm-hmm. learned. Yeah. It is learned. You're not like that now. Right. Are you like that now? No, you tell me, no, no. 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 No, are you anxious? Oh, whoa, they're not going to like this. Oh, my word. This and that. No, you are not. You talk about it all the time, how you used to be. Yes. Remember? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, actually, my son today just texted me and he said, oh, I invited my girlfriend. You know, at the last minute, right. so I invited my girlfriend. I said, okay, great. And I said, I'm having a very simple dinner. I'm, I'm not going all out like right. I used to do. Right, you right, know? right. Uh, things have to be put in perspective. Right, right. We're there for the family to talk. And we always talk about the old times in yep. West Virginia and stuff. It isn't about the food. Yeah, yep, exactly, exactly. And that is the problem. People make it about something I mean, the the real issue is actually um, gets uh, um, displaced by this idea of food and the food got to be perfect and, and all of the gifts and all of that and you know when people make all of this food you got all of this food left over Really, right, and so right. much, and you're almost saying, kicking yourself as well. You made too much food, but guess what you do next year? You make the same amount or even more. Yes, right. Yes. This is see is what that is driven by. 
fear. It's not driven. Remember I was talking on Thursday night. Why are you making decisions? Is it based on the merits, right, of you making decisions because this is needed, that is needed, or is it driven by fear? And most of those times it's driven by fear because the people who do this with the food making, oh, you want to take some? Very few people take all the food. And so you make all of this food that goes to waste. You say, I shouldn't have made all of that food. And guess what you do next year? Make all of that food again. Mm -hmm. It's driven by fear. This is why it's important that we have to identify some of these things to be able to change these behaviors. Right. right? And, you know, people, I'll, I'll say, didn't think about like, ooh, counseling could help with so many things even like this you know when i used to think about counseling it's like when you're crazy you yeah. know what i mean yeah. or not crazy but you know what i mean just uh major things i'll put it that way major mm. things mm. and and this is why bringing counseling down to the very ordinary and yeah people tend to think well i am not severely emotionally or mentally dysfunctional yes so no but the those literal things to say the literal foxes ruin the vine they spoil the vine it's the literal things that yeah that people need help with you know i always use that example that missing uh, a plane by five hours or missing it by five minutes it's the same thing you right. missed the plane. You, you yes. missed the plane. Okay, so it is the little things. And counseling will help with the not everyday decisions that you've been able to justify. We're able to justify anything in our own minds. That's right. Right, really, anything in our own minds. There are people in our society, folks, who do unspeakable evil. There are people who justify going out and shooting, gunning down innocent people, yeah. going into schools and exactly. gunning down innocent people, and they justify it some way. There are people who justify shooting people because they're a different ethnicity than they are, or they have diff different voting preferences, whatever the case is. So we can justify anything in our own minds. So if somebody can justify that kind of evil, clearly we can justify what we may consider to be slight problems. Well, that's nothing. Oh, yeah, that's just me. No, we should want a better self. Yes. We should want a better self. You know, Sonny, I, I, I want you to talk about that because you, yeah, just because you've been so vocal on our Zoom meetings. I'd urge you to come on it, folks. I Sonny gives a lot of... I, I love how you speak a lot about how you used to be and how you are now. And that's that better self. And this is what it's all about, becoming more and more like Christ. How our lives are getting better. It's The reason why it's important is because there's no outside measure. That better self, a lot of it... <coughs> is internal experience. You know yourself internally. People people can't see that typically that a person 
has more joy, that a person has more peace, that a person has less anxiety, right? People can't see, and this is why I talk about it. You know, my doctor called me up the other day, and uh, how's the uh, bronchitis? Is it better? Of course, we need, it's called self-reporting, right? So we need self-report. So please, Sandy. The Tell difference? me. Yes, the difference is. Okay. Eh? I, I like when she does this, folks. Well, yeah. I was totally a different person than I am today, I can tell you that. Um, I was. I didn't think I was an anxious person, but I was anxious on mm. the inside mm. because I wanted everything to be perfect. Mm. Mm. Um, I wanted everybody to like me. Mm. You know, you've, mm. I'm sure you've heard... Uh, you know, 100 people, 99 people could love me, and that one person that don't, that's what's going to bother me. Mm. That's what's going to bother me. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> so I guess, you know, years ago, I just, uh, I I had low self-esteem. I don't have low self-esteem mm. today, mm. Pastor. Mm. Not that I think I'm this high and mighty mm. either, mm. but I know who I am in Christ. Mm. Mm. And I feel confident. I mm. mean, the president of the United States could walk in right now. Of course, I mean, it would be like I would stand up. and say, But I wouldn't be fearful. Mm. Mm. I couldn't say, you know, good day, mm. Mr. President. Mm. You know, um, what other things? So that's a big thing, not feeling less than. Mm. And I don't feel above anyone else mm. either. God has put me right on the even level mm. with everyone. I don't right. care if it's a homeless person or if it's the president of the United right. States. Right. I don't, I used to think, you know, that everything had to be perfect, that I had to have everything done on time. And I know today that that isn't how life is. Mm. Mm. You know, how many, twice since we've been coming here, there was such traffic on mm. the bridge mm. that you was like five or 10 minutes mm. late. That mm. can't be helped. Mm. But that would have got me to the point, okay, I don't want to go to the radio station mm. anymore. I can't mm. be there on time. Mm. <clears throat> Just all kinds of, uh, of, of different things. And another thing, and I don't want this to say, I could be saying it wrong because I'm not very good with the words, but, you know, um, I hope that I'm not that self-centered person that I used to be. Mm, that mm. I, that when I do something for someone or when I'm praying for someone, it isn't like so that I get a pat on the back like God saying, oh, you're doing good, Sandra, mm, you know, mm, or mm. the person says, oh, thank you for Sandra. I really mm, needed that. Mm. It just comes out of God's love, <clears throat> not Sandra, mm, mm, you know. Mm. Um, so those are just some of the things. So I'm not anxious like I used to be. Um I can still get fearful at times, and this just came up last week, um, when I'm doing something new. Mm. Like, ooh, I've never mm. done this before. And then that old way wants to come up, that old way of thinking like, you can't do this. You've never done it before. What if you do it wrong? What if it doesn't mm. come out right? Well, you know what? So what? So I, what? Love <laughs> I love your message on yeah. it. So what? So what? Right. So right, what? Do, right, what does that mean? Right. That I'm not a value because yep. I can't do this? But what I've learned from you, Pastor, is so I'm trying to find ways. All right. Let me get this. Let me see who can help me maybe mm, mm, to get this accomplished. Mm, mm, amen. So those are some of the things. Pastor. Amen. Thank you. And that was perfect ben, because it was so authentic, Sandy. We appreciate that. Folks. This is Robert Wilson, Sandy Wrightmeyer. Think better, live better. We will be right back. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. 
Accredited investors, are you tired of the volatility of the stock market? Diversify now while oil continues to go up in price with expert predictions to be at $125 a barrel soon. When you do, you will get a 100% tax write-off for 2023. Why pay the government all the taxes this year and gamble in the stock market? Savvy and accredited investors use proven strategies that make more money and reduce their taxes. Freedom Crude allows you to take advantage of the enormous profits that both companies and producers of domestic oil have been experiencing. Hurry before December 31st. If you do nothing, you'll pay your fair share of taxes. Or act now and invest in oil and let your money go to work with a 100% write-off on your taxes, while at the same time generating potential income for decades to come. Call Freedom Crude, 800-834-1233. Freedom Crude, 800-834-1233. 800-834-1233. Hi, I'm Jess, the producer of the Church in Action program, where we discuss how the New England church can make disciples who do justice and foster unity to share Jesus. Rabbi Daniel Behrman of Temple Rayim is joining us this week, kindly sharing some of how he, his family, and his community have been impacted by Hamas terrorism and the resulting war. He'll also detail common misconceptions surrounding these difficult dynamics and help us better understand the history behind the current conflict in Israel. To listen, tune in next Sunday at 2 p.m. here on Life Changing Radio. The shepherds hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. They spread the word concerning what had been told to them, and all who heard it were amazed. The shepherds were praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, just as they had been told. Celebrating the gift beyond words, the unspeakable gift of God's own Son. Merry Christmas from Life Changing Radio. Welcome back to Think Better, Live Better with your host, Pastor Robert Wilson, and myself, his co-host, Sandy Wrightmeyer. Uh, listen, if you are getting a lot from these Saturday radio programs, and I know you are, there's no doubt about it, and I know there's a lot of people listening and people that have never called in Um so we would love for you to come on our Monday and Thursday Zoom meeting. We we Pastor does a message, then we open up the meeting, and people um, come and tell what they got from the message or how it's been changing them. So come on to Zoom, and you would um, dial in to uh, on your phone or on your iPad or your your Mac, whatever. Uh, the ID is eight seven three. Seven four nine three six one four, and the password is Grace, all lowercase, and that is every Monday and Thursday night at five p.m. Eastern time, and it's entitled "You Will Live Better When You Think Better." So we would love to have you on, and if you come on for the first time, all you do is well, you don't have to, but if you want to give your first name. And tell us that you heard from the radio station, and that's why you're on. I also want to uh, let you know that Pastor is available for preaching at any church that, uh, or for churches that uh, maybe the pastor's sick or whatever, and they need a fill-in. Pastor is willing to preach. Uh, also, if you have a special topic and you want a a, a guest preacher. Pastors available for that, for preaching, for teaching, for Bible studies, at conferences. Uh, so you can contact Pastor Robert at 
3239. And you can leave a message, tell him what you want, and he will get back with you. So we just uh, thank you very much for being with us today. And Pastor Robert, let's continue now. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, that was uh, excellent, Sunny. And f- folks, please, 401 737 0700. 401737 0700. Okay, so please call in. Call in and talk about this topic. This is something, once again, that I know our viewers, they find relatability. Um, Mm. It resonates with you. You know it. So please call in and um, let's um, uh, have some uh, discussion regarding your experience. It helps other people. Yes, yes. We have people discussing these things it helps other people yeah so i was also thinking yeah. pastor too what about people that have been so, coming on listening yeah yeah and uh and they just uh, uh changing because of what they're hearing on the radio program from right you. right they could call in right that, absolutely you know yeah. and say yeah. why, how they're changing yep yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah it is important it helps people it helps other people this is what we're here for folks we are here to help people this is why live show we want to be able to discuss some of these things so we've got jerry call it jerry jerry good morning pastor robert and sandy good morning good morning, good morning. Good morning. i, I um, want to take this opportunity to wish you and uh pastor robert and sandy a blessed christmas and all the listeners out there Thank and you. this is such a, a good topic for me um, my family has shrunk in. My parents are both gone. Um, my dad um, was Jewish, and my mom was Italian Catholic, so we had Hanukkah and Passover and Easter and Christmas and all that, and we had all the foods that were pertained to both, and it was just a joyous occasion, and um, they're both passed now. Um, and my, I have two sisters, and they are like oil and water. They've been like that since they were children. And they are in their 60s now, both of them. So when they get together, it's one big, one big boxing ring. And I don't like, I don't like it. I, it makes my skin crawl. It makes my shoulders tense. I come home with a headache. I don't like it. So last year, I stayed away. I stayed at home by myself. And that did not go over big with them. What do you mean you're not coming? What do you mean you can't come? What, what, don't you, don't you like us? Don't you love us? We're your family with And it goes around and around. So this year I am going to go, uh, Christmas Eve to one of my sisters is hosting. They're both going to be there. I tell them when I walk in the door, please, I've turned into my mother. Please don't fight. <laughs> that's what I say. Mm-hmm. And if it happens, I'm going to excuse myself and go because I, that's not what this is all about. And mm-hmm. they're not Christians. So, but what I'm saying is I'm taking myself out of the situation because I don't want to be like that. Sandy's talking about how she's changed. I have changed. I don't feel like I have to be there and please anybody but the Lord. Mm. And it's his birthday. So I don't want to be in that quagmire of fighting and a mess. And so I've just taken myself away from it. I don't know if that's the right thing or not. 
because I'll get sucked right into it and I will try to fix them. Mm-hmm. I can't fix them. So mm-hmm. I take myself out of the situation so I don't get pulled in. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just so happy to hear the, the topic today. And I don't feel guilty about it anymore. I can say to them, thank you for the invitation, but I, I'm going to, I choose to stay home and be, in, and I say, in peace and quiet mm-hmm. and just reflect on the day. And I don't feel guilty about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, before I oh, I, I, I better go and then what are they going to think? And I have to fix them. It's not going to happen. Mm. I'm 73 years old, and it hasn't happened yet. Right. So I thank you for this topic, and um, I'll, I'll listen. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank yeah, you, Jerry. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Yes, yeah. I have a question with that. Is it good, though, that, I mean, that she's setting boundaries? Like, okay. No, it is it is you know, good. You, it is good that she's setting boundaries. Yeah, it is good that she's setting yeah. boundaries because, see, we can't be a part there are some people who feel that I've just got to be there. No, you do not. If sisters are fighting like cats and dogs, like they did when they were kids. And see, this is the thing that I was talking about, the reconstruction. That's an example of reconstructing the family environment and them just falling into the past behaviors yeah. that they did. They did it. They argued and fought when they were kids. Exactly. And still doing it. Exactly. Nothing's exactly. Changed. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. That is the perfect example of that reconstruction. And to actually say it's the holidays. No, let them just get. Let's all get together and let me allow them to fight like we did when they were kids, that's, that's kind of silly. So, no, she's doing the right thing right, by setting true. boundaries, and that's what I mean. It negates this stuff, and this goes on in so many families, and they believe, well, it's the holidays, we have to get together, even though it is essentially a boxing match right. between the families. I mean... Oh, you could have hosted a Christmas at Madison Square Gardens or Vegas or something. Yeah. You know, right. so this is it, folks. No, set boundaries. Yes, yeah, set boundaries. Don't say it's the holidays. Jesus is the reason for the season. Clearly, well, they're not Christians, but even many Christian families, it's not about Jesus. It's about getting back. It's about vindictiveness. It's about I'll get you. It's about, well, clearly, that is not Jesus, I'll outdo you. And essentially, everyone goes home and they're depressed over the holidays. What good is that? So it's important that you actually set boundaries. Mm. And boundaries are places where you're actually saying, no, I love you too much to enable this destructive behavior to go on. And I love myself too much to insert myself in this situation where you guys are hurting yourself. Mm -hmm. Those are boundaries for us just to say, no, it's the holidays. We have to get together and what? Slug it out? No, Mm -hmm. no, no. You don't have to get together. In fact, actually, it should be I'll get together when you guys learn to love each other, Mm -hmm. when you guys learn appropriate behavior. So, no, she's doing 
Jerry is doing the right thing. And anybody else who's in that situation. Yeah, and Pastor, I was just thinking about her, you know, saying, uh, you know, and I'm going to leave if you guys start arguing. So that's probably going to be in their mind. Mm. But now... If they do start arguing, she has to leave. She, yes, right? absolutely. Because then it's like a it's like a parent saying, "The next time you do that, Mama is going to spank you and never get yeah, spanked." Exactly, you're enabling it. Yeah, you are enabling it. And that the thing is, is that those um, those those statements now they have no teeth, and so you actually now start enabling that behavior. You've, they have to know clearly, clearly, and this is the problem about this kind of stuff that goes on with families, because it's been going on, as Jerry was saying, they're in their 60s so long, it's normal to them, yeah. it's normal yeah. to be at each other, it's like, you ever thought about uh, uh, making up peace, what, are you kidding me, no, it's normal to them, and that's why Jerry has to take that kind of drastic behavior to let them see that, A, I am not normalizing this behavior any longer. It is not normal. Right, right. It isn't normal. And why should she have to keep going through that when she knows the same thing happens year Uh, after year? uh, Exactly, exactly. And as you were saying that, you know, oh, don't you like us? No, I don't like the fact that you are treating each other the way that you are treating each other and i love you too much to allow that really and as she said she's being like uh she's turning into a mother yeah most mothers want to see siblings gone i mean if any parent had a dying wish it would be for those kids to be together, That's to be right. going along. That's right. Right? So, can you imagine what the, the, those parents of the, the House of Gucci were thinking? Uh, I mean, my word, yeah. But most parents, it's to want those siblings to be going along. That it be together, love each other, be there for one another, that kind of thing. Right. And, of course, it's God's yeah. uh, desire. I mean, I know that they are not Christians, so... Yeah, and she said they, they were in their 60s. Yeah. And Jerry said she was 73, so I'm not telling on you, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so when is it going to end? That's why it comes to this point where she has to say what she's saying in love. Correct, in correct, love. correct. Exactly. Because it, it's self-destructive behavior, and it is uh, clearly 60-something years... Yeah, 60-something years... After that, you being around, once again, you just perpetuate this bad behavior. And this is what we have to stop. That's what I'm saying. What is the holidays actually teaching you? It should not just be business as usual and you've got family members slugging it out. And even if it's not the oil and water, even if it's not, even if if there's situations that are more subtle than that, They are still as destructive. People doing this one-upmanship, right? Trying to look better than others. Trying to lord it over uh, their family members. That also should not be tolerated. So this holiday season, folk, psychosocial stressors, what are the holidays telling you? They will inform you about the past. And don't... Don't close your eyes and just say, oh, it'll soon be over and this is our normal. It doesn't have to be. 
It does not have to be. Remember also the most important thing is that what this season is about. It's about Christ. That's right. It is about the Lord. And people who are not Christians, they really know what the season's about, really. If you live in Western civilization, you've been influenced by Western civilization, you live in Western culture, then you, which we all do, then, yeah, you know what this is about, yeah. really. And so it's about showing love. If there are these anxious moments or bad behaviors being replayed from the past, do something about it. Make a commitment to change it, to change yourself. Speak out about it. Set boundaries, folks. Say no more. You can be the change agent. Yes. Your behavior, your actions will be the could be the agency that your family needs to be better. Folks, this has been Robert Wilson, Sandy Wright, my think better, live better. Have a great weekend. Yes. We love, love you. you all. Bye. Program brought to you by Caring Counseling and the support of faithful listeners. Robert Wilson offers Christian counseling to adults and children. Address the negative thinking patterns that affect every area of life, from relationships and health to life coping skills and emotional well-being. Learn how to align thinking with scripture and find your identity and purpose in Christ. Visit CaringCounseling.com or call 401-919-3239 to learn more or schedule an appointment. Think Better, Live Better is sponsored by Karen Counseling, LLC, and the generous support of listeners. Join us for Think Better, Live Better each Saturday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WARV.